Okay, so first of all, I want to apologize for the lack of video on Monday. After editing and uploading the announcement video, I went to go and edit the sneakers and the footage was just gone. I genuinely do not know where it went. Like that was the same footage that I used to edit the announcement video. So I know it existed at one point, but it's just like, it's as if I never recorded it. I can't find it on any hard drive, SD card, my PC, can't find it anywhere. I was even doing some like hacker shit in the command prompt trying to find um like corrupt data. I used a few different, I don't know, like programs that look for like deleted files, like recovery sort of uh, programs. And yeah, I literally could not find it anywhere. It's not my recycle bin. If it's happened to you before, please let me know. Because like, I'm not mad I lost the footage. I'm okay re-recording it. I just want to know where the fuck it went, you know? Like, so the lack of a video on Monday was because that was the sneakers and I was getting my genuine reaction on it. And I didn't want to be all like sort of fake and look like I was seeing it for the first time or anything. So I just thought it's better to not do it and I'll re-record the album reviews. So that's what I'll do. And I do have one more little thing to say before we get started. A couple of weeks ago now, I lost a quiz and I just had to use the cat emojis. So you know how there's like this laughing emoji and then the cat laughing emoji. I had to use that one uh, for like two weeks and just not mention anything. Just act as if I was using the emojis normally and just see if people would pick up on it. A few people did notice. Uh, on like the third day, my missus just sent me cats uh, and another mate i cannot find where he said this for the life of me i thought it was instagram but i can't find it uh he said i like that you use the cat emojis like not even questioning it just assuming that it's a thing that i'm doing now which i thought was pretty funny and finally my housemate was sitting next to me when i sent a message to the group chat with like a cat emoji in it and he just went you've been using cat emojis a lot you lost another quiz didn't you so he knew he's he's a real one uh, so yeah everyone else out there who knows me you now know why I've been using cat emojis recently. And my, my recent emojis f***ing filled with cats now. It's so annoying. I accidentally use the cat one instead of the real one sometimes now. But let's get on to the album review. Dominic Fike on what could possibly go wrong. What an album. What an album. Honestly, no skips. Like, even now, after I've listened to it, like, 10-plus times, I do not skip a track. Um, the production was amazing throughout as well, and I think the intro song, it really set it up for you. It set the bar really high, and that's a big red flag with people's projects as well, especially their first album, which, yeah, this is Dom's first proper studio album. Um, it's usually a red flag if the intro is, like, this level of quality, because they've obviously spent a lot of time on that track, so then usually it sort of slowly goes down over the duration of the album, but he never went under that bar. If anything, it was always above it. There was only one little hiccup throughout the entire project for me on production, and that was just a personal thing. It's just something that I don't like. Um, but objectively, the production was perfect. For a first album, this is really, really high quality stuff. The album for me was a lot stronger in the first half than the second half. So I'm going to break down the first a little bit more in depth, starting with the intro, obviously. It was like a bit of a rock vibe with distorted guitar and his vocals got a bit distorted as well. But he also transitioned to singing softly in there and then ramping it up. And it sounded fine, like not at all jarring or anything like it sounded flawless and even the next track uh was a, a bit more sort of alt pop 
and it sounded perfectly fine going from rock to alt pop. I don't know how he did that. It's not something that's meant to be able to done, but he's just gone and done it. The second track is called, it's a bit of a weird one, it's called Double Negative, and then in brackets, Skeleton Milkshake. I cannot figure out for the life of me what that title means, it's got nothing to do with the track, but that track has very well polished off flows and melodies. And the, yeah, the beat on that is really, really tight as well. Another thing that he managed to make flow as well was this line. He says, uh, no problem of semi-location. She hit me four times. I was in the whip before I knew it. Like, that second line is far too long. Like, I'll chuck the lyrics up here. And, like, it doesn't look like it should be able to work. But just listen to this. No problem of semi-location. Like, that just works. It doesn't look like it should work, but it does. And that's what he does throughout this entire album. On to the next track, though, Cancel Me. It's an interesting take on the negative impacts of uh, fame. He wishes himself to be cancelled so that he doesn't have to put on a mask and he can just go and be with his family like he used to be able to do. Now, I'm assuming the mask that he's talking about is one that he puts on for the public eye because this music is so raw and honest. He holds nothing back, and he's totally uh, open with his listeners. I learnt that he spent eight months in jail for battery, but he believes that it was a racially profiled arrest, that on the day this album was released, he drove his mum to jail to serve two years. Like, what a mix of emotions that is. Releasing your first big boy album, like seeing all of this great feedback come in, but you're driving your mum to jail. Like, that's... I don't know how that day must have panned out for him. And he has also done so much cocaine that he can no longer taste things or eat too much without feeling sick. He did have a confusing lyric in the first verse of this track, though. Uh, Last night I fell deeper than Brockhampton down a rabbit hole. Got a lot of people going wild. Is it a diss? Does he know something that we don't? What does it mean? One set of lyrics that I really like in Cancel Me are at the end of verse 2. I hope they banish me. I miss my family tree. I was a family man, and now I'm just a man to see if you can't pay your rent or be responsible financially. Basically just calling out like all of these leeches, relatives he hasn't talked to for ages, like just coming back because they heard that he's popping. And then he says, they need you, I hope I get me too. Which is a bit of a confusing line because he just switches perspectives halfway through. Um, Like, they need you is someone telling him, look, help your family out. They need you. Give these old relatives you haven't seen for years money. Give it to them. They need it. And then he switches perspectives and goes, I hope I get me too. So it is a bit of a confusing line. And it has sort of gotten people a little bit confused because they think that he's saying, I hope I get me too, as in the the hashtag me too movement. Uh, But yeah, I, I don't think that's what he means. Talking about lyrics being on the weaker side, like that's only very minor minorly weak uh but the next track barely has any lyrics at all 10 times stronger has one lyric uh i pretend i'm 10 times stronger for you and the rest of the track is just harmonizing i'll play that a little bit um it's still not bad like it sounds really really good so it's just like a lot of da da da's like, it sounds good. It's not a bad thing. Um, but I do wish that he had done something a little bit differently, because how good is this beat? Like, oh my god, I wish he had done something better with this. I wish that he had... 
I don't know. I wish that he'd used this beat somewhere else or expanded on that song a little bit more. I think it's just a bit of a waste. But getting towards the back end of the project, uh, Vampire marks the point for me where it starts to go sort of more into alt pop, whereas the first half was like a lot poppy, like it focused more on melodies, whereas uh, the second half it only had like introspectiveness, whereas the first half it had a bit of both. But like it still sounds very good to listen to, so don't get me wrong there. Vampire tells the story of going to a party and it being full of vampires. Um, that's not red wine they're drinking, it's blood. Uh, and I have a feeling that this one is a metaphor, because I don't think that vampires are real. I have a feeling that it's a metaphor for the music industry in LA. I know he doesn't really like LA, that's where he lives. He grew up in Florida and he just wants to go back to Florida. But as soon as a new artist, person, enters the party, industry, they look at them like a piece of food and long for their blood, money. Uh, he also does this pitch-up thing, which works really, really well. Like, it gives it a, a lo-fi sound. I'm going to play Superstar shit. It's so lo-fi and perfect. Oh. Like, this is so good to just sort of phase out and think about shit for a while. Like, it's so good to, like... Just not concentrate on anything and have that playing in the background. Uh, Politics and Violence is a really, really great track as well. Um, the chorus says, Mileage, politics and violence, at least somebody's driving. So yeah, sort of taking back like politics and violence, while they're bad things, at least it's driving the world forward. Yeah, I don't really know why he feels that way. He doesn't go on to explain it, but I, I do like the sort of different take on those two things. I think they could be changed drastically but they are in some way benefiting the world. So I, I do kind of like that he brings that sort of fact to light. Uh, and yeah, it starts out with quite a slow sort of cello, violin, maybe both, uh, playing a very somber tune, and he's singing quite softly um, with a lot of woes and ooze. It's very relaxing, but then she switches. He's sort of rapping, and he speeds it up a little bit, and he sounds a lot like Mac Miller here. Like, I think he might have taken a lot of, uh, a lot of inspiration from him. I don't know when he starts speeding up. Here we go. And he does it so well. But he also does rock and alt-pop so well. I think he would fit really well on Brockhampton. He's got a very similar sound, but also different enough to be a unique member. And that's one thing I really like about him as well, that he kind of sounds like Frank Ocean at times. He kind of sounds like, sounds like Mac Miller at times. You can tell that the production has a little bit of Kanye inspiration. You blend it all together and you get kind of a Brockhampton-type vibe, but he is his own sound. Like, you can't listen to this and go, oh, he sounds like this, because he doesn't really. So, like, he's managed to find his own lane, which a lot of artists strive to do in their entire career. He's gone and done it on his first album. It's incredibly impressive work. The one little flaw that I found, though, which is just a personal thing for me, is in Chicken Tenders. So it's just coming up now. Every time I think that my phone is broken. And that's just a personal thing. Like, he's obviously done that on purpose. You know, there's a reason it's in there. So, objectively, the production is perfect. It's just I don't like that one little bit. 
Yeah, overall, an absolutely amazing album. His flows and melodies throughout are great. Yeah, okay. One thing I do want to talk about, I have totally forgot to write this in, is uh, Joe Blazy, in that he, um, there's like a small little interlude of a friend walking in on him, and he goes, oh, sorry, I was literally just having a panic attack. And his friend is like, oh, you okay? And he's like, yeah. And his friend's like, okay, I'm just going down to the shops, uh, FaceTime me if you need anything. Then it sort of switches up, and it becomes very aggressive like the beat his voice becomes very distorted and what i think that's sort of telling us is that he wasn't just having a panic attack he still is like that's sort of how he experiences life like he and that's that mask he was talking about earlier as well his friend comes in he puts on the mask oh that was just a panic attack his friend leaves no this is my life and i thought that was really really cool how he sort of reflected that through the music that's how i took it anyway i don't know if that's how he intended it um but that's also one thing i really like about the album as well you can take your own sort of meanings from what he's done but yeah overall an amazing album his flows and melodies throughout are great very rarely do they repeat and he never uses a like a basic sort of triplet flow or something like that and yeah it's just raw honest music if you want music to just put on in the background He's got songs in there for that. If you want something to listen to, he's got songs in there for that. Yeah, like I said at the start, I'm yet to skip a song, and I've listened over 10 times to it, and it's become my go-to album. Like, I've, over the years of doing this show, this is the third one to make that list. There's uh, St. John's Ghetto Lenny Love Songs and Denzel Curry's Imperial, and now this one has made a third. That's, yeah, that's an impressive thing to do, to put yourself into a spot where it's like oh i want to listen to some music oh yeah i'll check on that album with no sort of thought that's that one is in the forefront out of all of the albums that tyler and i have looked at this is the one that immediately presents itself um and yeah it one thing as well is it doesn't i've said one thing as well so many times now it doesn't get boring and it's featureless which is so impressive like he manages to vary it that much through the production through his vocals melodies and like uh delivery that it never gets boring. And for a first album, that is so impressive. So for me, it's a 9 out of 10. Well done, Dom. I sincerely wish you luck with all of your struggles, and I cannot wait for more music. So be sure to check back on... What day would it be today? Wednesday. So be sure to check back on Friday for my album review for Amine's Limbo. I'll see you then. That's a wrap.